the NBA season is rolling. It's moving. It's cooking. However you want to say it, but we're here. In an 82-game season, we're approaching the quarter mark, the quarterway mark, and we're starting to see teams separate themselves. We're starting to kind of see teams show that they're for real. Out West, the wild, wild West, man, it's always, it's always interesting to see who's going to get off to a hot start, who's going to start off slow, and really just to see, you know, each team just really battle it out, man. I mean, when you look out West right now, the Suns are a seventh seed. I mean, they're in the play-in, the Phoenix Suns. Just traded for Bradley Bill, though his back is still messed up, has not been playing. Kevin Durant's playing MVP caliber basketball. Devin Booker showing you not only can he score, he can assist the ball too. That Suns team, that roster that they've made up down there is all right. Seven and three over their last ten. In the seventh seed. But that's just showing you the depth of the West, man. The depth of the West. And we're going to talk about the depth of the West. We're going to talk about a few things about what's going on in the, in, in the uh, NBA this week. Or just in general. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Apple Podcasts, Am- Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. And let's just, you know, join the party. Because here we are. And before we start talking about the top of the top, Let's start talking about some of these bottom teams right now. Right now, the Golden State Warriors are not even in the playoff, are not in the play-in. Like I said earlier in the show, it is early. It's going to be interesting to see what some of these teams do decide to do. Over their last 10, the Warriors are 4-6, lost to Oklahoma City, the Thunder, 138-136 recently. That was tonight, I believe, on Friday night, overtime. It's 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 interesting. We I saw a video clip of Charles Barkley telling Bob Myers, good job at getting off the Titanic before it went down, before the ship sank. And Charles Barkley is exactly right. This ship is a sinking ship. They do have a couple pieces that you could say, okay, those are all right pieces. Jonathan Kamingas look like he's going to try to make something of himself. Bigger than what he when he was drafted, you know, the development of Jonathan Kaminga is is tremendous. Um, but overall, what are we doing? This is not the Golden State Warriors team of championship contending. Um, right now, they're not even in the play-in. Um, Houston is 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 in front of them right now, and Houston over their last six over their last ten is four and six as well. Both of these teams are kind of spiraling, so I expect Golden State to get some steam and to be able to jump back into that play-in spot. I expect this to happen. You know, another team that I could see making a run out of the play-in, and I mean, making a run into the play-in is Memphis. And when John Morant comes back, if Memphis can kind of right this ship a little bit, if 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 Memphis can start winning a couple of games here and there. Watch out for Memphis to make a late-season push to get into the play-in. There are a couple games out right now. But like I said, if they're able to stack some wins, get on a little tiny streak, 
four and six in their last hit as well. Look out for Memphis. Now, San Antonio is on a 17-game losing streak. 17-game losing streak, folks. San Antonio doesn't know how to win. You couldn't give them a win, and they would know how to accept it. It's bad down there in San Antonio. Greg Popovich needs to figure it the hell out. Um, they're looking like another lottery team this year, guys. Once again, Victor Wimbignana is a great basketball player. Is he franchise-changing year one? Hell no. Year two? Probably not. Year three? Maybe. Maybe year three, depending who you put around him. But that's that's what's going on in the lower portion of the in lower portion of the West. Now the higher ups, the one through six, the Minnesota Timberwolves are leading the West right now by three games. They're up in the West by three games, and that's why I was saying stacking wins, six game win streak for the Timberwolves. That is indeed the longest win streak in the NBA right now, nine and one over their last ten. I told you guys earlier this year the Timberwolves have what it takes. They have a superstar, they have depth, and they have size. And they have shooting. In today's NBA, you need shooting. That's the difference for a guy like me. The difference between the Thunder and the Timberwolves is shooting. And size. I would say shooting and size are my two big differences between the Timberwolves and the Thunder. They're both built similar. They both have superstars. Young superstars. They got good depth and you know they, they have good post play. The Thunder need a little bit more shooting. But they're still in the two hole. The Thunder are coming in the two hole, seven and three in their last ten. They're rolling. They just beat the Warriors, like I said earlier tonight. They're rolling. OKC is rolling out west. The Lakers are rolling seven and three. They're in the in-season tournament championship Saturday versus the Pacers. Shout out to the Pacers. We'll talk, to the, we'll talk about them in a little bit. But so far, the Lakers are doing it through LeBron, of course. I mean, we all know that this Lakers car goes as far as the, uh, the engine that LeBron James is takes them. Now, if the tires could hold on and maybe take some wear on, you know, if the tires could do their job, Anthony Davis, you're supposed to be there. You're supposed to be there. He has to be more consistent. He's been more consistent. Austin Reeves, to me, is the second best player on the Lakers because of his consistency. So I like what the Lakers have been doing. I would like to see them improve the roster to make that postseason run. But so far, the four hole is not a bad hole to be in if you're the Lakers. They're 10-2 and two at home. They're not losing at home. And that's key. So look for the Lakers to keep up their momentum. Try to stay in that four hole. Try to stay in that top six. Stack some wins. We saw Denver last year get off to that great start. They stacked wins. Later on this season, they were able to cruise a little bit, rest their starters for that long playoff run. That's key, folks. What Denver did last year and how they did it should be studied. Sacramento's up there doing their thing, six and four in their last in their last ten. I like the Kings. 
I would like to see the Kings maybe try to go get like a Boban Bogdanovich from the Pistons. I mean, that's a dumpster fire over there. They've lost 19 straight games. They're not even looking to win. They're looking the opposite way. The Will Smith, uh, the Will Smith meme, where you look away, that's what they're doing to wins and over there in Detroit. Monty Williams got paid a lot of money to lose. He's getting paid a lot of money to lose, folks. We're going to talk about them in a second. But out west, with the with the with the way the Timberwolves are going, stacking wins, I I look for them to finish in the top three. Now I predicted top five, but I'm thinking top three. The way they're playing, the way they're playing defense, the way they're playing offense. I like the way the Timberwolves are looking right now. Only giving up 105 points a game right now. That's top in the NBA. 105 points a game is what they're giving up. That's top in the NBA. So the Timberwolves are doing a little bit like the Magic, leaning on defense. Leaning on defense. The number one seeds on both sides of the of the East and the West, Boston and Timberwolves, both are giving up less than 110 points per game. Defense is key. In an era where everybody can score, you are still seeing that some people can still play defense. It is funny that we're talking defense when you're still giving up 100, and, you know, 108 points. You know, and we're calling that good defense. But with the evolution of the game. Also comes evolution of the standards. And I think that's where a lot of when we when we debate basketball, we miss that we, we miss that concept. When we talk the evolution of the player, we also need to talk the evolution of the standard. Because now players are looked to do different things than they were back then. And vice versa. So Shout out to those teams out there in the West. The ones that are down there at the bottom, I'm sure they'll figure it out. You know, but trade season is coming up in the NBA. So look for some moves to be made moving out east. Boston's number one, followed by the Magic. Magic lost finally, snapping their win streak. But they're eight and two in their last ten. Boston's seven and three, and so is Milwaukee. These are your one, two, and three out east, all separated by a game and a half. It's a tight race out there. A very tight race. Cleveland is surging, winning three straight, seven and three of their last ten. They're in the six hole. This is where they needed to be. This is what I've been crying about. Where the hell are we, Cleveland? This is where you need to be in the top six. If Cleveland is not a top six team, we are talking about blow up. We are talking about moving on from Donovan Mitchell. We are talking about moving on from Jared Allen. We're talking about moving on from maybe a Darius Garland. Because if you're not in the top six in the East with that roster, what are we doing? Because we're not doing it right. Doing it is one thing. Doing it right is a whole different story. Shout out to Drake. But what I'm telling you is, if the Cleveland, good job. Moving on, the Pacers. I'm telling you. Tyrese Halliburton, most improved, hands down. It's not close right now. 
He's making his way up the MVP list. I'm going to keep talking about Tyrese Halliburton until I feel like he's getting enough pub. This Pacers team is for real, folks. They're putting up 128 points per game. Listen to me. 128 points per game. They're telling you how they're going to beat you. We are going to outscore you. We're going to outrun you. We're going to out-rebound you. We're going to out-assist you. But we're not going to turn the ball over. If you can keep up, then let's fucking run, bud. If you can keep up with this marathon, then let's run. Because as a pacer, that's what they're doing. They're setting the pace. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful brand of basketball. Shout out to Rick Carlisle. Like I said earlier, in the in-season tournament championship, the first inaugural season for the in-season tournament, and guess who is in it? The Pacers and the Lakers are in the championship tomorrow. They cleared the whole schedule on Saturday. They cleared the whole schedule. And if you're listening to this and you are in a gambling state, first basket, Buddy Hield. You heard it here first. The first basket is Buddy Hield. That's who we're going with. He struggled last game. But what I'm telling you out east is a juggernaut, man. I think this might be the most even we've seen both conferences in a long time. Listen to me. Nobody in the top six in the Eastern Conference in their last ten has a losing record. I'll repeat. If you're in the top six in the East, you have a winning record. If you're in the top eight in the East, you have a winning record in your last ten. That's how tight it is out there, folks. The East is for real. I know LeBron James made it seem like the East was weak because he won it 10 straight times. But we got to remember, that's the GOAT. That is the all-time leading scorer in NBA history, and he don't even like to score the damn ball. Ain't that funny? The one thing people say his whole career, he should do more. He needed to be more aggressive. He's the all-time leading scorer. That's who, that's who had the NBA, the, the, the Eastern Conference especially, and a chokehold. Probably the top, the top, one of the top three basketball players that ever touch a basketball, and he ain't one, and he ain't two or three. So, the East is indeed a competitive conference. It does, it it it, it is indeed top heavy. But when you have teams like Atlanta, you got teams like Milwaukee. Milwaukee, I don't know why I mentioned them. Probably because I got them on my mind. I'm going to talk about them in a little bit. But when you got teams like in the bottom, like Atlanta, Miami, New York, and the Nets, that is a formidable bottom. Okay? That is a that is an okay bottom four. I mean, that's a great play-in tournament, guys. We're talking good basketball for the play-in. Good basketball. Good basketball. And for that top six, I mean, come on, guys. The Magic are for real. 10-2 at home. Boston's 10-0 has not lost. Milwaukee's 10-2 at home. Listen, the great teams win at home. That's the difference. You Great teams don't lose at home. You don't lose at home, and then you have a 60% win percentage on the road if you can. That's a great team right there. 
You try to go 500, but if you can, hey, if you can hit the 600, go ahead and go for it. But what I'm telling you is the East is very competitive this year. It's deep. Now the bottom, because this shit in the East is shit. Like I said earlier, Detroit has lost 19 straight games. Look for them to try to unload some of their veteran pieces. Look for them to try to get rid of some of these vets that can help a contending team. Bogdanovich is a guy that I think can really put a team over the hump. I'm talking about he can get you 15. A good 15. Good shot, good shot selections. Not forcing you in the offense. Fluid. Smooth. Smoother than butter on white bread. Just smooth. That's Bogdanovich, especially when you put him around other stars. You put him around a team that's trying to contend for a championship, watch out, watch what he does. The Wizards, I don't know what they're doing. I, I've, I've been reading reports that pulls on his way out. But if I'm a contender, I'm calling about Kuzma too because... Kuzma, free Kuzma, free DeMar DeRozan, free LaMelo Ball. Get Free these guys. Get them out of these, these shithole environments, these bad franchises, and let's get them back on one of these good franchises. Kyle Kuzma does not deserve to be in Washington, folks. DeMar DeRozan deserves a chance at a championship. If there's anybody in the NBA, listen, he got hoed. They said it was almost signed, sealed, and delivered for him to go to the Lakers, but somehow Russell Westbrook got in there. They had a meeting. They came together. They put their heads together. They said, we can all do this to make this work, and they end up with Russell. I feel so bad for Debo. DeMar, we're sorry, brother. We want to free you. I want you out of Chicago. You don't need to be there. You need to be competing for a championship. I would love to see you in a championship competing team. Dallas Mavericks, hello. Mark Cuban, what are we doing? Let's make a call. Let's add DeMar DeRozan to the Mavericks. Free him. And, you know, hey. So I just, ah, there's so much talent in these bottom teams that, you know, I would just love for a contender to go out there and be like, you know what, this guy right here, this is the guy. Let's trade for him, let's move some pieces, and let's see what we can do. That's what I would love to see. But here we are. I think when you look at, you know, MVP race for me personally, you know, I think Joel Embiid's up there again. Jokic, of course, is going to be there. I think Jason Tatum should be in there. You know, I don't think Giannis should be in there because Giannis ain't the best player on his team anymore. It's Dame. And he's even said it's Dame's team. So I, I'm not hearing it about Giannis. But I think Anthony Edwards right now is probably the leader for MVP, in my opinion. 17 and 4 is his team. Number one in the West, longest win streak in the NBA, 10, 9 and 1 over their last 10. My MVP race right now, I have Anthony Edwards. That's just me. 
I think this is the year for the Timberwolves to strike. Like I said, the iron is glowing. And when it's glowing, that's when you want to build. That's when you want to bend. And that's when you want to forge. Right when that shit is hot. So I think the Timberwolves should strike. And strike and try to get it in, man. Why not? Why not get your first chip this year? The Nuggets did it. The Nuggets did it the year before. Why not? Carl Anthony Towns said that they're more impressive. What would be more impressive than talking shit than going out there and then getting your chip? I don't know, man. That's just what I say. So this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. This is the third installment of this week. We are ending it right now. This is the third of the three. Three mixtapes a week like we Little Wayne. That's what we do. Subscribe, rate, and review. Apple Podcast, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. The NBA season is going. It's like the you know the NBA season is a brisket, okay? Is you gotta? It, it's just low and slow, folks. It's low and slow. You know, you you know you keep it. You keep the lid cover, and you and, and, and you just let the smoke do the work. You trust the process. You trust the process. You don't open up the damn hatch every five seconds to check on the meat. You chat. You just trust it's doing the right thing, and that's what the NBA season is. And sometimes you might pop the thing and get excited, and you see the bark forming on it. It's got that nice looking bark. You're spritzing it up. You're spraying your meat. You're just really just concentrating on smoking this perfect. And that's what the NBA season is, folks. As hey, listen, as much as we want to fast forward to playoffs, I'm gonna tell you something. They ain't coming no faster, and they ain't coming no slower. They're coming right on time. They always on time. But once again, thanks for listening. We got the NFL, we got NBA, and we got college. The trilogy is complete. Thanks for listening. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe, please. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And then we can be friends. Thanks for listening. Peace.